There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, we're starting pick six. We're just going right into it. I'm not even fumble-fucking around here. So G-Unit just walked into the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. The great producer Joe is on the phone lines. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategy sponsor the phone lines for our pick six podcast. And so G-Unit, uh, producer Joe texts me at like, I don't know what time, Joe, probably 5.30-ish on Saturday. Oh, God. I texted a few different times. Were you just destroyed a- <laughs> for like, you were like Nick Cage and leaving Las Vegas on Labor Day weekend, I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, Friday night I was not because you and I played golf on Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had thunderstorms ruining fights. And then we got rained out. Uh, then, uh, then Saturday, yeah, I drank a case of beer Saturday. A case of beer. Wow. And then, wow. Uh, like when I, now when I think of case, are we under the understanding that's 24 beers, right? It is, yeah. I you drank 24 beers. Bush Light? Miller Lite, only the finest, uh, and then I trying to have, think if we we have any uh, podcast spots. Personally, I'm a Bud Light guy, just for the record. But go ahead with but, your uh, your sabotaging uh, of my business. Yeah, I had an 18 pack of Miller Lite and a six pack of Soul, which is my favorite Mexican beer. Yep, fair enough. Wow. So at 5:30, yeah. so here's what happened with me. I don't, I can't. Something. Oh, the golf uh, the golf course was closed. And something was going on where we weren't going to be doing anything, Anna Marie and, and Jameson. And so I'm like, I guess I'll bet on games. You know, I'll try to I'll try to run with the weatherman and try to build up a bankroll. And so he sends me games for 11 o'clock. I don't know if any of them were any of the games I picked. I'm looking at and I don't believe so. And so I bet Florida, he gave, he gave me what he gave me. Florida State, Florida State under, Ohio State under. I'm trying to remember the other ones. Toledo Kentucky under, and then the one that I did win, but I had to use Bovada to bet because it wasn't on with the place that we had used, uh, was, God, I don't even remember. Joe, do you remember? Because I was texting you about it. Was it, oh, Northern Iowa maybe against Iowa State? Uh, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. So that was only on Bovada. So I bet that. So I wound up winning money on Bovada, which was great. But then I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, if it goes the wrong way, he's big on live betting. So I'll live bet. But then the problem is, the site that we use, I believe, wasn't allowing live betting on these games. So I'm just fucked. Mm. So I, I can't reduce my exposure because I'm like, oh, I'll watch the games, and if it's going awry, I'll live bet it. And ideally, I'll live bet it, and I'll middle them, and, which is the goal, like during bowl season. And so like 2.30, 3 o'clock rolls around. We're four hours into the college football season. I've lost every damn bet minus the one on Bovada. I'm like, this is why I don't do this shit. Like, I didn't participate in the bet with you guys that we did last year where we each put in 500 bucks. I'm like, and Joe texted me, and he goes, I'm a little surprised you didn't get on the bet. Anything, you know, any reason? I go, yeah, I just don't like, I. if I win $1,000 from you, it'll mean a lot less, as in 500 and 500, it'll mean a lot less to me than how pissed off I'll be by having to Venmo one of you or handing you $500 in cash. That's the reason. That's all there is to it. So here I am now, and I've lost a few hundred dollars in a matter of, like, four hours of the college policy. I'm like, why'd I do this shit? 
I just, I don't know why I do this shit. Cause I know for me, I don't like doing it. So I'm tilted at myself for doing it just because out of boredom, if the golf course weren't closed, I would have never bet. And I'm tilted that I couldn't live bet. So either way, then ju- go ahead. producer. At the same time, I believe, cause I wasn't on last week. Uh, I had a Friday night game. It was Oklahoma state. I was laying a couple of touchdowns. I assume you took the and over. When I hear you talk about Oklahoma state, no, I just assume you're on the over. Oh, I was, I was on, I was on Oklahoma. State. No, I see it right here. Not yeah. You're on Oklahoma state minus yeah. 14. Who are they and, playing? And, uh, they were playing out, uh, Oregon state. Were they not again in Corvallis? That's right. Uh, I, whatever I it is you won, know. it says it did. It did. But Just I was, you, in you I am. made fun of me. You made fun of me, I believe, on the podcast because I went back and listened to it, and it was like, oh god, this is the, oh god, this is the, the, the terrible start, blah blah blah. And so I made I fun of that. that. And then, I, yeah, you yeah, you were talking about Fade and Joe. How square he is. Oh, yeah. Well, so and, the, uh, I would, I would, I would make fun of an Oklahoma uh, over bet, but it's not what he bet. He bet Oklahoma I think it was State. the old Miss yeah. over is what kind of got you. Uh, oh, well, teed Ole, Miss, off. Ole Miss didn't cover the over. The Memphis Houston no, over, you were all over. I was on Oklahoma State, though, Friday night, and then Long Duck Dong was fighting at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, too. The fuck's Long Duck uh, Dong? Da Un Jung. Da Un Jung. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Plus 220. Oh, yeah. oh I can't follow the podcast Biggest anymore. fucking win this I podcast host the podcast, I can't follow the damn podcast, because all I'm doing uh, now is reading the weatherman's picks, and I don't even know what he's talking about. Okay, so, so what's I mean, going like, on? I, what I what is your complaint? Up, I woke up Saturday morning. I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, "Well, shit! I've got a soccer game that I'm playing that starts at six thirty. That was your lock. It was Manchester United, and I see point five, and I have no idea who they were playing. Uh, they they tied them. They, they tied one one. So they tied, yeah. But I woke up with a guy. I hit Oklahoma State and I hit Long Duck Dong. I had a pretty good. Oh, so you bet G units down Jung. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got a buddy. Young? I've got a buddy Young. who's a huge, a huge UFC gambler. Does he live in South County? And, uh, no, he does not live in South County. <laughs> nor does he wear affliction t-shirts. <laughs> nor does he have like studded rhinestone jeans that he wears when, uh, for his special occasions. Uh, I texted him. I said, "Hey, how do you feel about this Dong Unjun whatever plus two twenty? And he says, "I love it. I'm shocked." G unit. Look at that. A sharp number. play. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that it, it was like, okay, well, here's two people who are like, okay, and I'll just play it for a little taste. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, why not? Uh, and and so it was it was a big winner. I was, I was I woke up Saturday morning happy, and then everything was great in my world until Northwestern. So yeah, that's what it was. So so that that's what I was getting. That's that's the whole premise of the story. Yeah. So I'm irritated. Joe's like, the weatherman's not doing real well. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. You know, and I'm like, but but you're talking about our picks. And I'm like, I honestly, since I'm not betting you guys, I don't even, I don't, I don't know what he picked. I read it, but I don't remember. I know he was yeah. on the Missouri-Wyoming over. That's the one thing, because I knew I was looking forward to watching Missouri. That's the only yeah. thing I remembered of the picks. And, but I knew what he sent me for 11 o'clock, and I knew I had just lost money, and I was really irritated, not at the weatherman, but at myself that I did this shit. And then Joe texts me, and he's sending screenshots of his fucking three-game parlay that you bet $100 on. I don't know what everybody's doing here. I mean, I thought I made a decent living, but you motherfuckers are throwing money around that, uh, you know, on three-game parlays, and it's a $100 bet, and it pays 6-1, to one, right? Is that what your deal was? It did. And well, it so did. Joe's celebrating because he's got the South Carolina, North Carolina under, which I believe the weatherman was on. Yeah, he was on that one. Yep. Um, Correct. 
And I was trying to bet that, but I couldn't get the damn bet in because my Northern Iowa bet went to overtime. So the money wasn't in the account for me to bet that. And so I'm tilted on that thing. But And then Joe says, all I need is Missouri to cover, and I'm going to hit this three-game parlay and win 600 bucks. And I'm like, that's great. I, I honestly, I don't care, but okay, great, fun fact, you know, kind of a nice little piece of information. And so I'm like, and I'm looking, I'm going, oh, he's got Northwestern. And then you just send me like non sequiturs and I'm driving, picking up food for the family. And it's like, all right, all I need is Missouri. This thing's over. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, whatever. Fine. Again, I just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not invested in it. I don't really care. Good for you. I'd rather you win 600 bucks than lose it, but I guess you only have a hundred on it. And so then when I see Missouri's over hit, like I think in the third quarter, wasn't much of a sweat on it. I'm like, oh, producer Joe just won 600 bucks. He's got to be happy, even though it looks like Missouri's going to lose this football game. And I had no idea what happened with Northwestern and Stanford. <laughs> and that is seriously, and I don't know if you were on hold when G-Unit and I were talking about it, because G-Unit was saying Oregon was a worse bad beat than Northwestern and Stanford. I said, G-Unit, you're out of your mind. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you had Oregon, that's a bad beat. But in comparison to Northwestern plus six and a half and what happened there, it is not as bad of a beat. Do you agree, producer Joey? I'm not, and I know you're biased because it cost you $600. No, at the same time, the other side of it was good for me because I had Auburn. Um, oh, you double-shot it. You, know, so you, you win some, you lose some. Uh, you, but no, there's yeah, zero, you got pretty lucky this doubt. week, Joe. Uh-oh. Here, come, here we go. It starts. It already starts off. These two ladies getting three. after it. I went, I went three and three. Well, right, and, uh, and, you're, and you're pretty confident right now. I get it that you're certainly leading. <laughs> unit just moving right in. But let's go. Let's let's look back at your right. three. You got I'm gonna, that. I'm going to look at the Southside Seaman Fantasy you, you, Team now and try to figure out a way to salvage this week. You got that unbelievable Auburn uh, cover, which which we all know oh. was was a pretty pretty. Lucky cover, but the old Miss over. I mean, you didn't even. I get, lost that. What? Not even. I know. I'm just talking about how how bad. So your you bets you were. lost four fucking games, and you're going to sit here and critique the games that I've won. Hold on. Hold on. So you're so you're Houston nuts on your end. Hey, listen. You're worse than me. You're Houston over seventy nine and a half, which I said I didn't like at the time. Backdoor late cover 80, 80. You won that by half a point. Uh, okay. your, 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 uh, okay. Georgia over, not even close, man. You no, so, no, lost that one. Lost, so, I pushed, yeah, that one, they lost one. They tied one, one. This da un jung bet is clearly the best fucking bet. Young. This podcast has ever Wait, Young pronounced. Yeah, that's right. Da un young. <laughs> my family. Oh. All I'm saying <laughs> is my family are big supporters my, of the pod. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I saying that. More, I, listen. I have more respect the fact that Tim just straight out says, I'm reading what somebody else gives me, yet here you are who lost one more game than I did, and you're going to critique my picks. Not critique the picks, just kind of keep you in check that you're not doing as well as you think you are. Let's up the bet. At what point did I say I was doing well? Holy shit. This is crazy to me. Well, you're going to be on the receiving end of this shit like the Plowhawk and Iggy are right now, G. You don't want to be there. No, I'm a fan of Joe. <laughs> That's what the Plowhawk says, too, but yet it seems like they're ready to kill each other. <laughs> I don't think Joe's a fan of the Plowhawk. The Plowhawk says he's a fan of Joe. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would like to, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, that, I, if I get into that, then I'm going to start getting into Iggy, and Jesus Christ, that guy is the worst. There we go. God. There it is. I mean, the fire has been lit. It gives me more time to try to figure out somebody to put on the roster today for fantasy baseball. Hey, producer Joe, it looks like you might upset the number one seed. I don't feel all that confident about it. I know. Yeah, I think I'm going to lose to the Plowhawk, too. 
unfortunate, but well, thing, I, things happen. Five, all I wanted to do, all I wanted to do after that, that, that fantastic board op of yours, <clears throat> uh, wants to criticize and say this and say that. All I wanted to do was make the playoffs. So I made the playoffs. He moves the fucking goalposts because, well, he just says whatever comes to mind at any given time, and his proclamations have. I swear to God, he has like a zero percent hit rate. I, I, I can't think of anything he has hit on um, with his grand proclamations. But whatever. All I wanted to do was make the playoffs. I made the playoffs. If I if I end up beating the number one team, great, man, that'd be great. But I just I have zero faith in the fact that I'm going to be able to do it. Uh, and at this point, only my only argument is is I probably wouldn't have been the eight seed if the trade was allowed to have been through. Therefore, I wouldn't be playing the number one seed. But that doesn't matter, you know, because in hindsight, Stoner Boy doesn't care about actual facts. Mm. It's, pure, it's pure emotion. But like I said, you spend too much time around Kenny Strode. Mm. Fucking idiot. Wow. I don't know why you say you're not going to. I'm looking at this. I don't see how you're out of this. You're tied right now. Uh, I, I, don't feel, I don't feel real confident. Right. That's it. Fair enough. I just don't feel real confident about it. He's got a good team. He does. Took the five hundred dollars out of my pocket last week, and I didn't even have a sweat on it. So I had that going yeah. on last week. Plus, I'm betting on fuck. I'm picking Boise State, but now I'm betting Florida State because the weatherman says I'm like I'm gonna listen to the weatherman all day every day. But I thought it was terrible. I, I said this on the air, and I might have said it on the podcast last year. I saw a survey from college football coaches, and they were asked who's the worst or the most in over his head coach in college football, and they said Willie Taggart. And you saw how bad his first year was at Florida State. And I'm like, God, I really don't like to bet on Willie Taggart. The weatherman knows stuff I don't know, so I'll bet it. And and that's I watch him against boys. I actually watched that. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this team's horrible. What is going on in Tallahassee? That guy, he might not be around. Uh, well, I- so, anyway, that, that so I'm on tilt over that. But at least with my fantasy baseball, it wasn't, like, close. I was just gone, and, and now it's crapshoot the playoffs. But that was 500 bucks. So anyway, we have all of that going on, uh, and people are banty as fuck, and it's good to see G-Unit and producer Joe are starting to get banty as fuck. I guess, Joe, you're in first place at 3-3. Three and three. Oh, no, you're not, because we're... Well, what are we doing? We're doing the money thing. We're doing the money thing, so the weatherman yeah, is going to lead us off place. today. So I'm in first place? You're in last. Don't we no. usually go... Okay, we do first. But I'm 4-4. Four and four. Well, you're minus 260 on okay. the money. All right, fine. Uh, all right, here's what we got. Uh, let me go into my email. I will. I will begin the process of reading... What we have. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast. So make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, the homeloanexpert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Good morning, all. (laughs) As we all witnessed, a rough start to week one. feel like I'm oh, didn't see addressing uh, a rough start to week one, and I feel fortunate to have finished out at two and four. The two wins, USC, UNC under, and Missouri-Wyoming over were easy, and the four losses were killers. Northwestern fumbled late, missed on Wake. What did we have? Wake for, Who'd Wake Forest play? They won but didn't cover. Uh, missed on Wake by a half point, and Kentucky KO'd the Toledo quarterback on a targeting hit, and the Rockets were done immediately. Even the Colorado State-Colorado game, I felt good on the process, but the turnovers were 4-0. Variables. I felt the handicapping process was correct all throughout, just didn't pan out. It happens. This was a brutal opening week for many Sharps. 
The head of Caesars Entertainment Sportsbook called the weekend one of the best college football weekends ever for the house. Lots of sharps licking their wounds. Just happy my over-under plays didn't miss by 20 to 30 points. So that's a small victory. Now, what is that in reference that's to? That's a shot at Georgia and <laughs> Ole Miss. That that total in the Ole Miss game was just going after the weather, man. Everybody just turns on each other after oh, one bad my. week. Was it a 15 to 10 total and it was 66 and a half over you took? Was there some bad weather or something? I'm not sure, no, Joe. the weather was fucking perfect. <laughs> the weather was absolutely fucking perfect. So the weatherman has issued his official bad beat stories. That's good. So we all have them out there now. This reminds me of my poker days. All right. Oh, on man. to week two. Uh, his uh, his favorite game, I'm actually going to take a different one as my lock, but his favorite game is Nebraska minus four and a half at Colorado. Last year Ooh. I was heavy on Colorado plus five at Nebraska, and that covered largely because I didn't want to back Scott Frost in his first year at Nebraska. I feel the same way with Nebraska and Colorado this year. Only for the Huskers, getting great value on Nebraska after their South Alabama sleeper as Colorado has a misleading final score slash cover against Colorado State. CSU had four turnovers and Colorado had zero. The Rams outgained the bus by about 100 yards. He loves Nebraska minus four and a half against Colorado. Is that our line, Gangster Pete? Line is correct. Thank you. Syracuse plus two at Maryland. Going against some of the sharps on this one, people saw Maryland win 79 nothing over Howard. Did they really? Uh, but their coach is now 4-31. and 31. Dino Babers coaching the other side has won big games. I'm shocked the Orange are getting points here. Weak teams love beating the hell out of bad FCS schools. Good teams live to survive openers and be rested and ready for the next game. Syracuse plus two at Maryland. Miami. Well, on this game. What, hold on, on a second. Here's game. producer Joe. What's going on now? I, I'm on that game in a different manner. But I think, I, and, and we'll get to it during my play, but I think he's leaving something out. Oh, Ooh. you're calling out the weatherman. Commercial break. Bold. Yeah, <laughs> not, not a call out. He's not missing something. Out, Aaron. There's just, there's just some other things involved. I think he's thinking hurricanes. That's Chance what I think he's rain. thinking. Uh, Miami minus four at North Carolina. Another case of getting superb value here for Miami. They've had two weeks to work on UNC while the Tar Heels are coming off an emotional win over South Carolina. Their offense wasn't great, but South Carolina re- really peed down their legs. I saw lots of good out of Miami in the opening loss to Florida. Miami, minus four at North Carolina. Now, his next play is Missouri, minus 14 against West Virginia. I'm not going to submit that. I, I you, Does that make you mad, Gangster Pete? No, it's 13 and a half now. Okay. And, a half. Yeah, I, and that Miami is minus five now. I'll read it, but I'm not going to use it as one of my picks. More value again at, what is that, Miami's what? Five minus, minus five. Oh, wow. Uh, more value again as the world is down on Missouri. Missouri's loss to Wyoming probably kills their over eight and a half win total for the year. Overall, the Tigers were sloppy, but the yardage was superior to Wyoming. Missouri was minus three on turnovers in the Laramie altitude, and that turned out to be a nightmare opener. Add in the Laramie altitude, and that turned out to be a nightmare opener. West Virginia battled to get past James Madison. Now this inexperienced team is on the road against the Mizzou team with Odom yelling at them all week. So he is on Missouri. I'm not using it as a play, but just in case people care about it, that's where he is. I think I'd take West Virginia, but whatever. Hashtag Team Barry. You're, oh, you guys are in your club together here? No, no I, I'm not. I've he, never been he on He makes that fun of me for oh. being Team Barry. Yeah, I've never been a supporter, even when they got hot a couple of years ago. Listen, I'm not, <laughs> saying he's per- I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm just not ready to give up on him yet. I don't know if that makes me crazy. Whatever. But you do tweet out Team Barry. 
Uh, I might have tweeted out tweet, Team Barry like once. I've tweeted like <laughs> oh I've oh tweeted my, like everybody's ten, wobbly ten, today. I've tweeted like ten times in the last year. <laughs> UCLA minus seven and a half versus San Diego State. This is more of a play against San Diego State University than on UCLA. Although I do like the Bruins getting two extra days of rest. San Diego State won 6-0 over Weber State with a robust 238 yards and 14 first downs. Dreadful. The Bruins were lacking in any areas against Cincinnati and were still in the game on the road that was aired nationally. Should be a get-right game for UCLA. Minnesota at Fresno State under 48 and a half. Boy, where does he come up with this shit? I'm on that game too. God bless America. What does it matter? If anything, you should be happy about it because this guy's got a great track record. But, but not that pick. Oh. That's not the play. Okay. The over. <laughs> what was the game? Minnesota Fresno no, State under 40 and a half. Uh, another run of getting better value here. Minnesota works through barely winning South Dakota State while Fresno State put up a fight against USC. These are two running teams that I don't believe can finish in the red zone. The following scores will get a win. 23-20, 24-17, 28-17. Don't even care about 49 as these teams will be kicking field goals. All right, so I've given one, two, three, four, five, and now it's my lock, right? Uh, You can do your lock now or you can do all the locks at the end, whatever you want to do. All right, I will hold off then. All right, uh, who do I yield the floor to? Uh, Now it would be G-Unit. G-Unit, producer Joseph, first place. Yeah, it was a great week for Broad Joe, that's for sure. <laughs> what did that mean? It really wasn't. <laughs> no, I mean, three, three. Well, we're going by the dollar, so we're, we're all minus, though, right? I assume we're going to the NFL now. But if we remember what I said last week, I, I predicted myself to not be doing well in this first week without NFL. So we're going to go to the NFL, and I got five NFL picks, and then my uh, super lock is, is a college pick. NFL, Tennessee Titans at Cleveland Browns, plus five and a half. Love this game. A lot of hype on Cleveland, especially to start the year. And I just think Tennessee is is off everyone's radar. I mean, they, they just missed the playoffs last year, 9-7. and seven. Uh, You look at Cleveland's record, they were 7-8-1 last year. Yeah, they, they add Odell Beckham. They add a bunch of hype. But I don't think that they're five and a half, five and a half points better than Tennessee. And remember, in, in, in those seven losses that Tennessee had last year, Gabbard started Four of them. We know Blaine Gabbert. Ouch. And one and three was the record. So with Mariota healthy behind center, I mean, I, th- I think that this Tennessee team could be a playoff team, and uh, I, I think they got a chance to win this game in Cleveland. So five and a half. By the way, 70% of the public's on Cleveland this weekend. I have Titans in pick six. Boom. And we go to Carolina versus the Rams. This is in Carolina. I'm going to go with the Super Bowl hangover. For the Rams, I, I also expect them to take a step back for the whole season. I like Carolina's home field a lot. You'll probably see me give that more credit than, uh, I don't know, 90% of the of the home fields in the NFL. 70% of the public is on L.A. this week. They're the fifth uh, favorite for the public. So the odd thing, I like Carolina. I wish they were minus three or, or uh, plus, wait, plus, they're plus 115 to win, right? If it was a pick 'em, and then minus two and a half. Panthers are plus two and a half, minus one ten. Plus, wait, say that again. The Panthers are plus two and a half at minus one ten. And then what's their money line? Plus one fifteen. Gotta press another button. 
See, the the money line should be higher. Plus 115. Yeah, that it should be plus 130, plus 140. So I think they're giving that half point too much credit. Otherwise, I would take the money line. But um, with Cam, they might get – there's always an odd score there. So I'll take Carolina plus two and a half. Pittsburgh plus six, Sunday night game at New England. 63% of the public's on the Patriots. I think historically Belichick starts slow, and I think that that's part of his wizardry as, as far as keeping the run going late in the season and into the playoffs. Kind of like Barry Odom, gangster, just mm. kind of a historical slow starter, but really picks mm. it up. Last year, Belichick was 2-2 two and two to start the season. Team Barry. Yeah, I, I like Pittsburgh to have a chance to, to win this game, but certainly cover the plus six. Next game tonight, Thursday night, Green Bay plus three at Chicago. Uh, Rodgers, 16-5 and five, lifetime versus the Bears. New offense, new head coach in Green Bay. I, I just think that Rodgers has a lot to prove, uh, given that there was some blame, at least in the media, uh, on him for the debacle that ended his, his last coach's his career in Green Bay. So a lot for him to prove, and I think Chicago takes a step back this year. I expect this to be a close game and, and Green Bay to win it um, outright. Certainly the Bears aren't going to win it with a last-second field goal, right? I'm on the Bears. <laughs> You're on the Bears for what? Pick six, personally. Yeah, that's a that's that's a loser. Yeah, I guess we'll see, pal. Uh, late game Monday night. Monday night this week's got two games. The late game is Oakland versus Denver. Oakland's a pick'em. Uh, I just think Denver's starting Joe Flacco. That's not going to end very well. Von Miller's not 100. percent and Oakland wants to start getting some heat behind this Vegas move. And in order to do that, they need to win games like this. So I like. Oakland and a pick them. Um, the other Monday night game, the Hurricane Bowl, Houston at New Orleans. Kind of like the Saints there too, but but we'll stick with Oakland and the pick them for my fifth pick. There you go. Gangster Pete, uh, if you could recap G-Unit's five non-lock picks. G-Unit has the Tennessee Titans plus five and a half. Carolina Panthers plus two and a half. Pittsburgh Steelers plus six. Green Bay Packers, probably a loser, plus three. Mm. And Oakland, pick them. That's a good slate. You like it. Producer Joe, do you like uh, G-Unit's picks? Uh, I like the Packers play. I Ouch. Don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> dig the, uh, the Raiders pick. I don't think the Raiders are any good. And I think Gruden's an idiot, yep. and Antonio Brown's going to destroy that team. Uh, so... I, uh, I'm not big on that, but yeah, I'm cool with the Panthers. I think the Panthers are going to be good if Cam if Cam stays healthy. So I'm I'm kind of all right with his plays. Uh, Producer Joe now has five uh, picks. I would imagine they'll be college football, and then we'll hear a soccer lock on an over coming up for locks of the week. That's what I think will happen based on years of data. Tight read. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens, because my interactions with James have been so positive, that my wife and I switched 
to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something, or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. But he's like, hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just... It's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me. And I go, oh, it's James Carlton. Here, let me include him on the on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope he does okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments so you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Uh, you, but you were wrong because this week is an international week for soccer. Uh, no uh, I always forget so, about that. Everything... <laughs> Everything is going to be uh, everything's going to be football related right now. You going to the uh, Urugu- right. the Uruguay game, Joe? No, no, I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. We haven't made up our minds, but uh, probably not. If I had to guess, uh, either way. So my first game, I'm going over in one game that Tim is a part of. That is Syracuse and Maryland. I'm going over the 58 on that. The only thing that I would say that he left off with Syracuse, because I do like them, you know, especially, Tim, you said you're getting points there, is that that next week they have a huge, huge game. And uh, based on the fact you're getting points, I think Syracuse ends up winning outright. But that game against Clemson next week, I think, is kind of one of those classic overlooked games uh, when you're talking about a Maryland team. But... Uh, last week, Syracuse surprisingly played good defense. I think they do give up some points this week. And over the 58, I like quite a bit. Uh, my next play is I'm going to take 16 and a half points uh, at the horseshoe. I'm going to take Cincinnati getting 16 and a half. Wow. 16. Wow. 16. Wow. Yes, sir. That's a sharp pick, Joe. That's a sharp pick, you think? That's a sharp pick, yeah. Mm. That's, the line's moving pretty Outside drastically. Of- Doug, take Ohio oh. State. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> outside of like, listen i realize justin fields had a great first quarter and put up 28 points against fau but then the rest of the game they did jack shit and they still didn't cover last week um so i think cincinnati's a better team than fau uh granted ohio state will have a, an extra week underneath with a, a first time starter in college with justin fields who left georgia but i will take the 16 or 16 and a half or whatever it is right now uh with the bearcats next week or on saturday uh next i'm going to go over a&m and clemson over 64 and a half uh i just there's there's points that <laughs> a&m's not going to stop uh not going to stop clemson and clemson's going to give up some points here to a&m as well so line change in your favor 64 oh, where am i going 64 ah, picked up a half picked up a half point i feel even better about it now it just means I need what eight touch uh, nine touchdowns, and one of which comes with a two point conversion, and I push. Um, 
Next game, Tim, you were on our, uh, uh, Fresno State in Minnesota, right? Right, right, right. I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to take the three points with Fresno State. I think uh, Minnesota is not very good. Fresno State at home. They aren't playing USC this week. I do like Fresno State, and I'm getting points at home. Uh, I will take the plus three there. And then my final one, uh, I've got a few games that I'm looking at teasing on, on, on in college, but one that I, I do think gets a bounce-back week, and I realize that looking at week two as being a bounce-back week could really be a bad situation for the rest of your season. But I do like Tennessee laying the three and a half points at home against BYU. That I, I, I just it wasn't the end of the world for Michigan when they ended up losing to App State. Tennessee's not going to be particularly good all year anyway, but I do think they get a bounce back this week and I'll take the three or, or I'll lay the three and a half there. All right, Brad, Joe uh, uh, Gangster Pete shaking his head in disagreement. What are you uh, what are you upset about? I like BYU in that game. All right, fair enough. Uh, so Joe's uh, five picks uh, before we get to his lock, or what, Gangster Pete, to recap? Uh, we got Syracuse over 58, Cincinnati plus 16 at the Horseshoe, A&M over 64, Fresno State plus three, and Tennessee minus three and a half. There it is. Uh, producer Joe is in. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. Again, plenty of people can know but cares. And Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503. Or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year, that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. My lock, and I love it, and I can't believe it when I saw it. It, it likes me. I, I like it so much it scares me. <laughs> uh, is uh, New Mexico State plus 55 against Alabama. It might, after I retired from sports gambling uh, this past Saturday at around 3, I might have to come out of retirement because uh, this is the – Joe, you know we've talked about this like in September. These yeah. September games Saban has where they're favored by – usually it's 49, sometimes in the 42-49 range. And this one's 55, and he just doesn't do that to teams. 55 and a half. Oh, my God. I he gets love pretty it. close. Those are, he does. He gets pretty close. They're painful to watch, too. I mean, because well, they sure jump off I, to I, a 35 nothing start. Are slow if I'm in watching five it. Five minutes. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, I mean, I it, I love it. It scares me because I'm like, the only way I'll do is, like, there's something I love. I won't just, like, email the weatherman and go, hey, give me games, and I'm going to sit here and watch college football. Uh, and then I'll live bet, and then the fucking live betting doesn't work. So this is. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, I'm looking at this, and it's like, oh, shit, I love this. I mean, they'll win. And, look, I mean, you can't stop it if they get pick sixes and, you know, fumble returns for touchdowns, but it's probably going to be like 49-0 or 49-3, 52-3 or something like that, and that's, that's what he does. So Alabama and New Mexico State, I'm on New Mexico State in 55-and-a-half, and I love it. I And that was one of the weatherman's plays as well, but I love it. So there I am. Uh, G unit. Missouri minus 13 and a half. Oh, well, Gangster Pete loves that pick. 
Good pick. Uh, I think it's a pretty sharp pick. I feel like and Lee Corso. Good pick. Mizzou actually has a, a, a really good history as a double-digit favorite against the spread under Odom. Last few years, 9-4, and four, and that that is counting last week. Um, so pretty good history, and, and boy, did West Virginia not have a good week one either. Yeah, they got a, a win, but James Madison? I mean, come on. 20 to 13. This could be a bloodbath on on Saturday, hopefully, in the zoo. Uh, I'm looking at Mizzou 49 to 10. 49 to 10. There you go. That's the best bet. Barry will have the boys ready to hit this week. <laughs> this will be my, if Mizzou doesn't cover this, I'm, I'm fucking done with. They're going to be rapping. Hold on a second. You're done with what? Picking them in, involved in anything. Producer Joe, who do you like in Missouri, West Virginia? Uh, I think I would tease Missouri. I don't know like, if I like them that much to be laying close to two touchdowns. You'd te- tease them to seven and a half? Three. What's that? You, you'd tease them down to seven and a half? Uh, I would look at it probably your little sweetheart teaser and go big with them. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? I <laughs> love a good it's, sweetheart teaser. So then you tease them to, to, because, to three and a half? Because they can still win. It doesn't matter to me. I think they win, G-Unit, but I don't think they're going to cover the, the the bigger number. And I think that number is going to continue to grow, too. But I also love Illinois this week, and I love LSU, but I would include all three of those in a teaser. That uh, The LSU one, I, I don't have any, any, any fear of Texas at all. The great gambling uh, podcast <laughs> all advocate sweetheart teasers. <laughs> I love sweetheart teaser, but I'm a mark. You know, uh, and I love the sweetheart teaser fun. in the NFL on yeah, Sundays. Yeah, I do too. And don't you want the, the teaser, especially a sweetheart <laughs> teaser? Don't you want it to go go below a, a big number like three or seven? So so either teaser here, you're moving either to seven and a half or three and a half, which is is kind of, I mean, you're losing a point on the six points you're supposed to be getting. And I think it's a bad game to tease, if you ask me. Okay. I mean, well, from an economic standpoint. When, when Missouri ends up winning this week, by like eight when, when they win by eight points somehow because someone misses an extra point or something stupid, you know, we'll revisit this next week. Uh, mm. My lock of the week, though, is I love Boise, minus 12 and a half against Marshall. Well, That's you are a prisoner of the moment on your bets, I've noticed. Uh, where, where else am I a prisoner of the moment, Tim? Illinois. They, they had a really big <laughs> win against Akron last week. I know because yes, I took Akron. Did. You're on Akron? Yes, they did. I was. I, I'm, not on, I'm not on Illinois. I'm telling you I would tease them down because I think they're laying 21 this week. But I, uh, I, do, uh, I, I, I do think that, that that is ripe for, for some teasing action. <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> right for some teasing action. So you, a sweetheart teasers three teams, right? Uh, three or four. Depends on how many points. I think if you go four, you get 13 points. I mean, that's ridiculous. So what if you you get 10 points if you go three, and then what is that, plus 120 uh, action? No, I think it's... Or minus yeah, 120. About right. Minus 120, yeah. So you're, you're paying double juice. You got to get all three games right. And in college, I mean, if the quarterback's, you know, girlfriend cheated on him the night before, fuck, that, that two-touchdown swing is really simple. I just don't like the sweetheart teaser at all in college. In the NFL, I guess if you got to do it, you do it. But I am not a fan of this move. But you maybe you could do like the. That's not my luck. I'm just giving it to you, G Unit. <laughs> oh that's it. that's so, all I'm doing is giving it to you. So you want a sweetheart tease not... Mizzou, Illinois, and who's the third one? And LSU. Okay, so what Mizzou to 
Minus three and a half. Gee, you're tracking his hypothetical <laughs> sweetheart teaser. I mean, who cares? Well, well, he almost hit one of the, He almost hit a three-teamer on Saturday, apparently. But that, that wasn't was a teaser. It was a parlay. Hey, it was the lock Boise the minus 12. Was that the lock? Yep. <laughs> yes, Boise's the lock. All right, Dude, Boise minus so 12. Fucking hung up on this. It's in my records. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just making a clear record so we know what's going on here next week. We got Mizzou by eight is what you're expecting. Well, it's got sweetheart teasing at G Unit. Why are you shitting on the sweetheart teaser, bro? Oh, God. <laughs> I love the sweetheart teaser. You know, I've I just love it on Sundays. <laughs> that I've should never be a done new one. segment. <laughs> Why you sweetheart teaser sweetheart? of the week? Thanks for you've done a lot of them. I like to do them on Sundays too. I I'll have, do a, a noon one and a three o'clock yeah, one. Oh, yeah, I, it's the best. Yeah. You tease those totals down to like twenty six. Oh, yeah. I mean. I, I can definitively say I've never done a sweetheart oh, teaser. Oh, man. Once you experience I the sweetheart teaser, done one back you'll at be the And then all of a sudden, you'll hit like four in a row. And then all you have to do yeah. is hit like and lose one or two. And you go, motherfuck these sweetheart teasers. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll you, put a bunch of them together and you just get motherfucked on one game. And it blows up your entire weekend. Yeah, you give it a week off. And then the next week, yeah, it's you're like, right oh, back it sounds in. pretty good yeah. again. Get the Steelers down to 36 and a half against the Bengals. Oh, my God. Great. And then they score 10 to three. And you're like, fuck. This sweetheart teaser. All the Patriots have to do is win the game. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you. Sweetheart teaser is a harsh mistress, but she is an evil temptress as well. Love the sweetheart teaser. Let it into your life. You'll be happy you did. Hey, speaking of, uh, wait, are we still on? Are we still recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have not ended the podcast. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like Tim just completely ended the show perfectly there. Talking about the sweetheart teaser. That is the ultimate way to let the show end. This guy produced the show for nine years, too, uh, G-Unit. You know, he would know, but you want to you get into something else. This show is really hitting no, its stride. I was just going to give a uh, give a shot to uh, a shot. Give, give a <laughs> shout out to one of the advertisers. There's a Design Air sign in my front yard right now. Oh, look at that. Seth Goldcamp, DesignAirService.com, the number one train dealer in the West. It's hard to stop a train. Hell of a guy, hell of a company. Boy, they do great work. Well, the HomeLoanExpert.com is our studio sponsor. When Joe is on the phone, it's Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, online at EvergreenSTL. Dot com James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. I am a client of James Carlton. And then also Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, Highway 270 in the Washington Elizabeth Exit online at landoff.com. There it is. The action is in. Candidly, the podcast is contentious. There are no allies. Everybody's out for themselves at this point. And, uh, and, and G-Unit and producer Joe shaping up already here in week two to have some tension. And man, it's you went after the sweetheart teaser. You don't go after a guy's sweetheart teaser. You know, I mean, it's like wives and children. You leave them out. You don't go after the sweetheart teaser. I guess so. Boy. <laughs> and you're shitting on the seven and a half number. <laughs> this is going to be funny. When Mizzou wins by eight, this is going to be pretty funny. I'll, I'll eat my It's hat. like in fantasy baseball. Like, I want to beat the Plowhawk, but part of me wouldn't mind if the Plowhawk <laughs> could get to the championship game against producer Joe because it would provide entertainment. I'd love to You know, that. so now I have to hope Missouri wins by what? I don't even know what I want to know. By eight? Is that what I need? Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right, producer Joe, what a wonderful podcast it is. It's not even eight, though, with a sweetheart teacher. All they have to do is win by three and a half. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, like, math is so impossibly hard for him. <laughs> oh, you third-personed him, even though he's sitting here and you could have second-personed yeah, him. Hey, I'm still on the phone. <laughs> I mean, therefore, I wasn't necessarily hiding who I was talking about. <laughs> still was passive-aggressive. 
I learned from Kenneth Strode. Oh, and right, it goes back to Iggy. Iggy right, takes another right. shot. My God. All, All right, right, producer. I gotta go. Save some ammo for next week. Yeah, boys. Joe is uh, angry as can be. Now, now I got to tell you. Now I'm kind of invested in pick six again, even though I am <laughs> not going to be. At least I don't think I'm going to be wagering. I, I'm telling you. What do you think about that Alabama? That Alabama and New Mexico State. There's. I mean, we can look at the history. It's really easy what they do with these teams. I feel like Saban like just has kind of an understanding with the Alabama boosters. Listen, we're gonna win, but I'm not gonna cover. So boys, do what you need to do. And now you'll have a little bankroll for the rest of the college football season. That's what I think goes on. Second week of September. That's. Be- I mean, that's that's easier to shape points and win that way for the I boosters. Just, I'm now. just telling you. I don't know. I don't know. God. I mean, I'm so tempted. It I does mean, seem like, like he doesn't cover those. Games. He doesn't. But boy, they come out. And have you seen so... a 55 and a half point spread? I mean, Nebraska in the 90s used to have like around 49 to 50. Florida but State. But 55 and a half? I haven't seen 20 years ago. Have you seen a 55 and a half gangster? I can't remember. It's been a while. Bobby I mean, Bowden I mean, used to get this shit all the time early in the season. But I don't know if it ever this, the number ever got this high. They'd beat teams by 55, but the spread wouldn't be that high. At least I don't remember it, but I don't know. I, either way. God, I like New Mexico State. They must be fucking terrible, too, by the way, to be getting 55 and a half because even the shitty ones that he plays, even like the Citadel was 49 last year when that thing was close at halftime. What if you. Through oh, is this going to be a sweetheart teaser? Yes. to get it up to 68 60, and a half. I mean, wow, now we're going to be sweetheart teasing New Mexico. Mizzou three and a half. The 60, I'm not. Te- I'm not messing with Missouri. 68 and a half. What else would I? Okay, I'll play sweetheart teaser games with you. Wait, sweet, sweet. what do we got? I don't even know. I got to open up the weatherman's no, email be, again. So, so 65. It'd be it'd be 65 and a half. Alabama or New Mexico State plus 65 and a half. Right. That's that's. I like that good. a lot. Mizzou. See, the rest of these games, I don't know a damn thing about any of them. I really don't. He's he's real passionate about this Nebraska-Colorado thing. I don't know. I have no idea what Nebraska brings to the table. Mizzou so then Nebraska could be getting like five and a half, I think. I'm not messing with Missouri. I mean, I hope they win. I hope they win by 40, but, you know, I can't figure out what the hell's going on there. That, that defense is scary concerning to me. Maybe they write the ship. I don't know. I, I want, for a sweetheart teaser, I want like an 11-point favorite at home. So I want to pick no. the, that that team. I mean, that from from an economic standpoint, no, I think I, I know what you're talking about, the, the, the significant the number. That's how you hear the, the, that's why you hear the weatherman, like, rattle off the scores that'll win. 23-20, 24-17, 28-17 on that Fresno State, Minnesota under. I See, I would, I would put it with NFL totals. But, yes. I love New Mexico State plus 55 and a half. You can make it 65 and a half. It's like you've already taken care of one of your – they're just not going to do that. And now watch them do it. But I, when's the last time Alabama – you can look at it. I mean, this isn't tough to look up. This isn't like looking up fan graph shit. You can just look at Alabama's recent schedule. And yeah. when is the last time they did that? Our producer could have already done it, but while we're talking about it here. Wow. You I was looking up largest point spreads. <laughs> Oklahoma State was favored by 67 and a half like seven years ago. Really? Against who? Uh, Boy, you'd think it's K-State. right there. You would think it's right there. Well, K-State. I, I already oh, what, When it was the Fresh Prince of Manhattan era? Yeah, they had some bad bad times there for a little bit. It was a very small school. I'm surprised it was on the board. Savannah State. I'm that's, surprised that's on the board. That's the biggest spread ever? Uh, Yeah, it set a record. Did they cover that number? I'd, I don't have that information on this article. Well, you would think that this stuff would be there. Well, this article is from the year before the game. Mm. I don't know. So they already had a line out of Oklahoma yeah. State's of Things aren't adding early. up here, gangster. What are you God, I said at? it was seven years ago. Oh, my gosh. This sounds 
Sounds a little bit questionable. So does your laugh. <laughs> oh my God. Boy, everybody hates everybody on this podcast. That's all I could ask for. That's, that's essentially how I've built a radio show for 15 years is by creating wars amongst listeners and hosts and producers. And now producer Joe is back and he's banty as fuck. He's mad at Iggy. He's mad at, at the Plowhawk. And now he's turning his attention on you. And then you came back over the top by going after his sweetheart teaser. It's going to be a crazy season. On Missouri, West Virginia. So I got to want Missouri to win by eight now. That's what I need to have happen for my for my maximum entertainment. Well, that's all, That's if, if we did a regular teaser for, for Mizzou. Joe's doing a sweetheart teaser. Yeah, so, so four is really the number you're looking for. I wouldn't mind sweetheart teasing Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you know you're listening to a podcast with people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. There's no way there are guys in Vegas who make a living betting on sports <laughs> doing a podcast advocating sweetheart teasers in college football. I mean, it's just the squariest of square. It's like a golf podcast with a bunch of 20 handicaps. You know, I really like what's going on out here with Rory's drives. I mean, Gangster Pete, if producer Joe is on these sweetheart teasers, though, maybe we do change the name of the podcast. Sweetheart, sweetheart teaser. <laughs> I actually like that better. All right. Now, there it is. I hope you, I don't know if you want to follow everybody anymore. I don't know. I, I still trust the weatherman's process. <laughs> The rest of this thing's a fucking mess. Got guys have a getting sweetheart teasers in college football. Uh, thank you, G Unit. Thank you, Gangster Pete. Producer Jordan hung up because he was pissed. <laughs> this is another edition of the Pick Six Podcast of the Tim McKernan Show.